G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. You're listening to the Maccas Run. Score a one in four chance to win the Monopoly game at Maccas. Ah, yes, indeed. As we close out day eight of the AFL trade period on AFL Trade Radio, we do it all for McDonald's. Score a one in four chance to win with the Monopoly game at Macca's. Love the Monopoly game as much as I love sitting across the table from Matt Rendell as we just uh, put a bow around the events of day eight. Matty, hello. Uh, Good evening, Sammy. So uh, a bit of business done today Mm. and a decision made that is probably one of the biggest decisions Mm. And the biggest key points of this trade period. So um, as we just go through what's unfolded over the course of the last 24 hours, when it comes to the actual trade period, of course, in Clubland, there's always uh, things going on. Um, The first deal of the day, uh, this one sort of came out of the blue only in the last couple of days that Zane Cordy had, was uh, going to leave the Western Bulldogs interest in St Kilda. That interest uh, has been reciprocated and he has joined the Saints from the Dogs as an unrestricted free agent. No compensation for the Dogs because they signed unrestricted free agent Liam Jones, who mm. had left Carlton uh, refusing to be vaccinated, uh, spent a year out of the game, and now he's back at the kennel where it all started for him. Uh, that's the first deal done. That Was that a piece that you believe St Kilda needed to shore up a bit yes, of depth in defence? Uh, Corumban was his team. I wonder how he Palm went Beach, Corumban. wonder where, how he went this year, but... Um... No, it's a, it's a player that St Kilda desperately need. Now, this would have been in the pipeline for a little while because um, uh, Zane Court is probably waiting to see about the Liam Jones. As soon as that dropped, mm. bang, he's off to St Kilda. So um, they desperately need another key back. They've got Dougal Howard, uh, Wilkie playing uh, on Giants and doing a super job, but shouldn't have to. So Cordy fits in beautifully. He might not play every week. Can Wilkie now continue to elevate his game and be, you put it in your top five positions that you need to where you need to spend your intercept. money, the intercept? Yeah, exactly. Well, he hasn't been too bad at it, playing on really mm. good players. So but it might free him up, up even more. more. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, that'll certainly help them. So that, it certainly gives them a, a peace of mind, Sammy. So down back now, when you look at St Kilda, they've got um, – Howard, Howard Wilkie. they've got so Wilkie Patton, becomes intercept Sinclair. So and, and but Battle was the one that uh, developed into a key back. So you've got three key backs now, yep. and then Wilkie can play yep. the, the the intercept. A good peace of mind for St Kilda. That was my biggest worry for them uh, for next year, and um, maybe Hunter Clark on the other flank with Sinclair and Patton, starting to look solid back there. And then depending on what happens with Hill, uh, well, wing half back. Mm. What are you saying? He still might go. Oh, I think that it's a bit I think, late I think now, it's it? cooled. I yeah, think that's cool. And I think the uncertainty around Alistair Clarkson yep. uh, probably means that that may not happen. Yep. Uh, the news today about the uh, independent panel that uh, the AFL have finally put together to investigate um, the claims that were made and the claims that were aired uh, during Hawthorne's review and, in, and review of the experiences of its Indigenous players at the football club over their journey between 08 and 2016. We'll get to that uh, in the uh, Beaumont Tiles news update. So North Melbourne get Griffin Logan, Darcy Tucker in the door and a future third round selection from the Dockers. The Dockers get a f- the future second round selection and the future third round selection that North Melbourne got um, as part of the concession. Oh, so they gave him back their future third uh, Dockers. 
So the Fremantle, yeah. So, yeah. So, so they got. I don't know why they had to do that. I mean, that's unders for Griffin Loke. Yeah. Future second and third. Well, yeah. And, then and Darcy, Tucker. And Tucker. <laughs> that's unders. You would, it would appear that North Melbourne's had the better of that. Oh, no doubt. Um, Fremantle get the future second round, the future third round, and the future fourth round selection. You might ask yourself why they tra- trade third round as well. Given that we don't think North Melbourne are going to propel themselves dramatically up the ladder anytime soon, that pick's tied to um, mm. North Melbourne, so it'll end up being a better pick for Frio. It, which is it? It's the ones they had to give away that the yep. AFL gave to them, not their own. That's so, my understanding, yeah. yeah. Yep. So uh, let me ask you this. So with that, I mean, that all seems pretty straightforward, but mm. does is is getting those future picks in, so now they've got the future second, future third, and a future fourth, what do they do with that Fremantle? Does that help them in any way, shape, or form, package it all up, provide it to someone else um, in, a, in their attempt to get Luke Jackson into the door? Oh, it does, and they got 13, but the next pick's 89 this year. Um, and they've got their future first, obviously next year. <clears throat> so, what could um, you what can you roll that up really, into? Can you like, roll that up like, into a future second? Um, so, if you put all those together, future. So, you, actually, can you roll that up into all a future those futures first? into a future second? Or yeah, a future probably. First, yeah, because they've got oh, a future second. I'd, um, second and third are tied to north, and a fourth, um, possibly at the back end, back end of into a future first uh, if someone wants a two and three next year. So, um, look, it when you look at it, they nearly need to do Rory Lobb, don't they, to get Jackson in. Like, I, I think they're I doing they're everything trying to within hold their power not to. Not, but, but, but it's also they're holding out, aren't they? I mean, it's, there's, there's got to be a bit of posturing is to try and get as – get just squeeze every – Well, every when you look at it, it's going to be 13 and future first. But you know, the there could be thirteen and thirteen. Is that enough for Jackson? Oh, she's borderline. I would have said. Well, probably Melbourne a little have bit said more. that they want a, a pick within the first. I think it's six picks. Um, uh, there is a trade that's just come in. So St yeah, Kilda okay. have traded Ben Long, and it's twenty twenty three round four selection to the Gold Coast Suns for its round two selection, which is pick thirty two. Okay, so the Saints need picks. Because uh, they've got to go to the draft. So, so they get pick 32. So that's good. Uh, and they 32. give Ben Long, who was uh, had nominated uh, Gold Coast as his yep. preferred destination. So he gives them a real, uh, he gives them an extra bit of hardness, yes. the Suns. He gives them a, an edge mm. that, that when you look across that Suns team, is there any player that stands out to you and go, well, that's that's their physical tone setter? I think Ben Long can be that for them. Um, uh, well, Collins in defence gives them that. Yeah. Um, and he's a tad on the erratic side. Ben yeah, but, Long, but, but, he's, but you know he's around. He's yeah, and he's going to give a free kick away that might cost you. Game. Well, but yeah, but so did Mitch. The, the, the players that play yes. like that do. Yes, but, I know. But mm. they, but they do play with a physical. Well, edge about I think them. that's why they moved him in the forward line, Saints, and he did a pretty good job there. But uh, yeah, he's he played most of the time as a as a halfback. I always thought they were better. They seem like a better and more competitive side with him in it. Yes, I agree. Uh, another deal has just come through as well. So just repeating, Ooh. St Kilda trade Ben Long and it's 2023 round four selection. Gold Coast Suns and the Saints get their round two selection, which at the moment is pick 32 back their way. The Brisbane Lions have traded Tom Berry, brother of Jared mm-hmm. Berry, and it's round three selection, which is pick 46. And it's 2023 round two selection to the Gold Coast Suns 
for their round two selection, which is 25, it's round two selection pick 36, and it's round three selection pick 56. So Brisbane have been trading picks around the place, and I think I, I just off the top of my head, without having to go and check it, we might get the uh, the team out the back just to see. I think those picks, a couple of those sound like they might have been part of the business done yesterday. We'll have to just double-check those um, in the pick swaps that they've done. And they yeah. have done um, – they actually did do another pick swap today, um, the Brisbane Lions uh, and the Giants. So that second round pick, let me just have a look here. 25. No. So the pick 21 that they got from the Giants today mm. and the future second round selection. Yeah. So that future second round selection, it looks like they've given that to the Suns, which they got from the Giants today. So the other bit of business done today was before we went on air, the Giants get the Lions' first-round pick of pick 15. Sorry, the Giants get the Brisbane Lions' first-round pick, which is pick 15. 15 yep. And Brisbane got the second-round pick, currently 21, from the Giants and a future second-round pick. Mm. So it seems like that that future second-round pick may have been used to go to the Suns to get this Tom Berry and pick swap deal done. So just to repeat to you, Matty. Oh, this is very confusing. <laughs> this is where this is where the real – like, this is where the real <laughs> – it's so confusing. Diehards of the trade period. This is what they start to sharpen their pencils, turn the, the radio up gave, a bit. The boys gave me a sheet with all the draft picks. Useless now. And I've now. got absolutely useless. I've Worthless. got writing all over it. And I'll throw gonna, it out and get a new one tomorrow. I'm going to hit refresh on Draft Guru here. <laughs> uh, okay, so Brisbane Lions trade out Tom Berry. It's round three selection, currently pick 46. And it's 2023 second round selection to the Gold Coast Suns. For the Suns, round two selection, which is now pick 25, and it's round two selection, pick 36, and it's round three selection, pick 56. So right now, the Lions have picked 19, 25, 34, 35, 36, 56, 73, 91 by my count. Mm. No, they go 56, sorry. Oh, geez, it does get confusing. They mm. gave 56 of the Suns. Mm. So the Suns um, get their get that pick 25. Uh, Gold Coast had 56. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> exactly. The way it's written on the screen Savvy. for me. No, no. It's, it's, I'm going to have to press. About it too much. I'm going to need to use the space bar here. Can we just space <laughs> that out for me on the screen there? It's just all okay. It's okay. I'm going to do it's it again. This is, this is wait for Saturday morning. The Brisbane stuff here. intrigues me. Just give me a bit of space between those two. Just hit. Yep, space. Okay. No, no. <laughs> no, that's not it. All right, I'm going to do it again, Maddie. I'm going to get it right this time. So yeah, the Brisbane Lions out. Tom Berry, the round three selection, pick 46, and it's second round selection in the 2023 draft. Yep. The Gold Coast Suns give their round two selection, pick 25. Their round two, their round one, their round two selection, pick 25. Their round two selection, pick 36, and their round three selection. Pick 56. There we go. <laughs> Done. <laughs> and that would all be, Maddie, because this is all the points accumulating that they're going to need to do to make sure that they match the bids for Will Ashcroft yep. and Jasper Fletcher. Yep. Um, Can you see any of that off the first glance being used um, in order to do the Josh Dunkley business? The pick 21 that they gave. Well, I need to see all Brisbane's points in front of me and add them up what they got, but it, with with that deal, it looks like they got more than enough for Ashcroft. If he yeah. goes one, they need 2,400. If Jasper Fletcher goes 20, 
might be later. That's 700, so they need 3-1. And uh, just off the top of my head, with that 25 thrown in, with 19-34, um, 35-36, that they'll have enough points for those two players. Now, the Dunkley deal's completely different here. They're really, at the moment, what they've got is um, is a future first. I want to play some audio um, mm. as we move on from that, and I'll just uh, have a pan at all and maybe Bex and a lie down. Mm. I was just, uh, I've got a sty in my eye, and my eye's gone quite blurry in the right. Have you ever had one of those that gets on your no. eye? It's not, not pleasant. No. So I've got a very blurry right eye, and it's just, was it's just affecting my vision a little bit. Um, so I just want to play some audio. This is Dave Ooh. Zeta uh, on Fox Footy okay. uh, on their trade show. I want to play you this because he was reporting this earlier today and Jay yep. Clark, it seems, may have just confirmed it in the Herald Sun. This was Do David I need to Zeta. write this down? You're going to have to write this one down too. So Jason Horn francis has asked for a trade to go yep. back to Port Adelaide. We've been curious as to how that gets done. Mm. David Zeta has reported this today. The Eagles would drop from pick two to pick eight, but they would get a future first round pick, which comes in a draft next year, which has got a lot of WA talent in the top end. Port Adelaide would get Jason Horn francis and Junior Rioli, so they're obviously chasing Rioli from, from the Eagles as well. And North Melbourne would end up, in addition to pick one, which they already have, they would have pick two as a part of that deal. Now, some other picks later in the draft will be sorted out but and potentially a player as well involved in that mix. But pick two... They'd have pick one and pick two in this year's draft, which is a, a fair result for them, given that they're losing someone who is a number one draft pick. So Jay Clark in the Herald Sun yes. also reporting that this three-way deal is on the cards to get Jason Horn francis back to Port. North Melbourne get pick two uh, and a future first. They give up Jason Horn francis Port Adelaide get Jason Horn francis and Junior Rioli. They give up uh, their pick eight and their future first round pick. The West Coast slide down from pick two to pick eight. Uh, and they get in a future first, and out goes Junior Rioli. The belief is, Matty, as you'd know, there's some really talented Western Australian kids in next year's draft. So we went very early on this, that the Eagles are a serious chance to split the pick two, Mm. and the ones, the clubs that had the most picks were obviously Gold Coast Suns and GWS with players going out. Thought they might do a deal with them, but this is a really good deal for them. So um, there's a couple of WA kids probably outside five, maybe between five and 10, maybe yep. five and 13. Uh, one's a key buzz, buzzing year, I think. And uh, I can't remember the other one off the top of my head. So uh, two to eight to get that first round next year, because I did speak to, I can't remember which show it was. So you've been doing a few. You have. That there's a couple of highly touted WA kids in the draft next year. So they get Port's uh, future first, which actually might be – not that good, Sammy, next year if uh, they finish in the f- top four like I'm anticipating, plus their own future, their future first as well. So well positioned to take a tubby, couple of WA kids next year, which they were targeting, and take one this year. So just to repeat. And on- great for North, sorry. And North have got one and Horn Francis play one year and he's pick one and they're virtually getting another pick one. They are because virtually another you know pick one Brisbane for Horn Francis. Again, this know, is a this yeah. is a great three way win win deal. So this is being reported at this stage. Mm. It is not confirmed, but there are two journo's reporting it. David Zeta earlier today, Jay uh, from Fox Footy, yep. Jay Clark um, confirmed. Uh, Jay Clark reporting it today as well. So not official, but being reported by two 
different yep. journos at the moment mm. that a three-way trade for Jason like Horn francis would involve West Coast, Port Adelaide and North Melbourne. Port Adelaide would get Jason Horn francis and Junior Rioli, who they've been chasing. They would give up this year's pick eight and a future first-round pick. West Coast would take that pick eight, sliding down from pick two. They would get in a future first-round pick and they would give up Junior so, Rioli. North Melbourne get in pick two and a future first-rounder and they lose Jason Horn francis So the team I will say is a big winner here is Port Adelaide. Because one, they get Jason Horn Francis. Mm. They were always giving up pick eight, but the 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 de- deal that I thought would get it done, but not quite, was they give up their first round next year. But if I, I the argument I had, if it's outside ten, there's not enough value in it. So they've wherever it finishes next year, which I assume it'll be outside ten, um, and they don't have to do anything else in this deal. That's a good deal for Port because I thought they might have to give up a little bit more like a second round next year. So if you want to get involved in the Macca's Run on Trade Radio, Ooh. if you're a regular listener to the Macca's Run, different phone number for you to call while we're in the AFL Trade Window. one three hundred twenty three fifty five forty eight, or you can text in 0419-187-323. Um, I want to ask you a question. Have a time to think about it. My question to you is, do North Melbourne, as I suggested yesterday, get really aggressive now if this is to happen, that they they get a first-round pick this year and a first-round pick next year for Jason Horn francis Do they split and try to make a trade no, no, with pick got, one? They've got one-two this year. No, I'm aware of that. And their first-round so next said, year. No, so what I'm talking about is what they got for Jason Horn francis was pick two for this year, a yep. first-rounder this year, pick two, and they've yep. got a first-rounder next year Of their for own, him. yes. Yep, so... Do they now look to trade pick one and see what they can get? Could they get three first rounders for they, pick one this year? They could split. Well, have a look at Gold Coast and GWS. They're in the market for players mm. on the minimum chips. So if this deal gets done, North will go the the pick two and try and split that and get three players. So pick one and two others. Uh, if GWS or Gold Coast are really keen on someone at pick mm. two. So we, we, hy- we, we hypothesise yep. that if they were to do really aggressive mm. business here in North Melbourne, they could end up with five first-rounders well, split across this year Well, if they want to give up their first round next year, I don't know if they would mm. want to do that. But, but, that, but as you said but yesterday, they could have three players inside 10 this year. Absolutely. Mm. Which you say is, is much better odds at finding stars yes. than just having a pick one. Yes, one three hundred twenty three fifty five forty eight. The Maccas run score a one in four chance to win uh, with the Monopoly game at Maccas. Mark in Limestone Coast, Ned in Sydney. Stay right there. We'll come to you on the other side of this. You're listening to the Maccas run. Score a one in four chance to win the Monopoly game at Maccas. A trade news update for Beaumont Tiles. Hey, Tylers, need stock fast? Beaumont Tiles are ready to help with over 115 outlets stocked up. And what is it about North Melbourne that appeals to you? Oh, yeah, plenty. I mean, um, obviously a great spot um, in, in the town and I grew up in WA, so it's a lot a lot different to, to there and um, good group of guys and the history of the club and, and where it's situated just really appeals to me and the yeah, opportunity to really work with a uh, well-established coach and um, someone I can get along with. Uh, that was Griffin Logue, uh, former top 10 pick to the Dockers, who wanted to trade to North Melbourne. Uh, he got it today. Uh, it was part of a deal done um, between North Melbourne and the Fremantle Dockers that saw the, uh, the Dockers give up uh, Dockers get a future second round selection, a future third round selection, a future fourth round selection. 
uh, and to North Melbourne go Griffin Logue, Darcy Tucker, and a future third round selection back the other way. So believed to be a five year deal, Matty, on money that was well and above what the Dockers were prepared yep. to pay and him. He's, <clears throat> he's twenty three. It's a life changing deal for him. Absolutely. Uh, as with a lot of these players here, um, so you have to take it, even though he was playing week in week out there. Someone's going to offer you this deal. You have to take it. This is the Beaumont Tiles News Update. Hey, Tilers, need stock fast. Beaumont Tiles are ready to help with over 115 outlets stocked up. Take it from me. They are absolutely phenomenal, the team at Beaumont Tiles. You will not regret heading there. Um, Matty, Jack Bowes has been a daily and probably Mm. hourly conversation on Trade Radio, and we're going to talk about him again on the Maccas run on Trade Radio for Maccas score a one in four chance to win with a Monopoly game at Maccas. Just quickly, though, before we do, just repeating the deals done. Whilst we've been on air, and I'm going to get this right this time, the Suns and the Lions have engaged in a trade that sees Gold Coast receive Tom Berry from the Brisbane Lions, a third-round pick, currently 46, and a future second-round selection tied to the Giants. Brisbane receive two second-round picks, currently 25 and 36, and a third-round pick, currently 56, from the Suns. The Saints and the Suns have engaged in a trade that sees the Gold Coast get Ben Long and a future fourth-round selection, and St Kilda receive a second-round pick, which is currently pick Thirty-two. There was a pick swap earlier today between the Giants and the Lions. The Giants getting pick 15 from the Lions and the Lions receiving the Giants' second round pick, currently pick 21, and a future second round selection. Zane Cordy got to the Saints from the Western Bulldogs as an unrestricted free agent today sure. as well. Jack Bowe's big sure. story today, the, the reports are mm. that he has settled on a side. Up to five, maybe even six teams would have thought themselves in with a chance to mm. secure his services because the carrot that was dangled was Jack Bowes, take him, take his 850k uh, owed for him for the next two years each, but you also will give you pick seven. He has chosen the reigning premiers, the Cats, um, who are trying to get in. Also, Tanner Bruin from the Giants and Oliver Henry uh, from the Pies. Yep. It's a massive call made, a big piece of this trade period. Yep, it is. Uh, settles um, a few things for clubs. Uh, just before we... Move on to that. Brisbane have now got 2,861 points. I've sort of calculated Ashcroft at one and Fletcher at 20 means you need 3,100. So they're a little bit short, but it's not a worry because you can go into deficit up to 700 next year. They won't want to do that. No. Uh, They won't need to do that. Now they've just got to get the deal done for Dunkley. And the Dunkley one I'll have to work out. But they have to trade for Gunston because that take if they don't – then they lose the compensation well, for Dan McStay. That's exactly looking like a future pick there, doesn't it? Yep. Uh, future second probably for Gunston uh, at best. Um, so Jack Bowes. Yeah, the Bowes one. Look, he went and saw Hawthorne and Essendon, but uh, I think he was just tie-kicking. Um, Soss was onto this last week that he heard that Geelong were the, was the preferred destination. But he did his due, due diligence and went to the other clubs, spoke mm. to them, um, and then quickly set it on Geelong. Um, another country kid, if you count Kansas country, I am. Um, in with Henry and Bruin. Oh, don't they do things well here? And they get pick seven. Um, going to have some reti- – they've had three retirements this year, could possibly have four next year. Um, interesting to see if – they can keep hold of players like Radagalaya. Um, well, they've softened their stance. Who might? Andrew Mackey, just slightly more amicable or amiable in that space. Yeah. Look, he's trade radio still yesterday. hard for him to get in that team. Played as a defender all year. Yes. And then played a couple of senior games as a defender and acquitted 
himself very but well. Surely, he's a really but mobile. But Conning and Jack Henry are going to be in the key defence there for the next ten years, aren't they? Jack Henry and DeConnick. So I can't see how he gets in front of either of those two players. So he needs to move. He needs to go and play. He's good enough to play. Apparently and, Port Adelaide are keen. Um, We're just on, just on uh, both. Maybe as a key defender, Port Adelaide. Yeah, maybe. Uh, and they need Collingwood of, should be. Well, they're but they're but they're doing. They, they they've got their eye on Billy Frampton. Oh, I'll be going radical A before Frampton. So would I. I'm just and, uh, and it's an easy helping. deal with Oliver Henry. There you go. You could be it's on an easy this deal. Is, this is why you. This is why this was your time of the year. <laughs> uh, can I just ask you about Bo? So I love the 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 confidence. Would have been guaranteed um, to get a game at the Hawks, yep. the Bombers, mm. maybe even the Brisbane Lions, depending on if he had gone there and, and what yep. they do in this trade period. And but he goes to the Cats, and as you say, so Higgins is gone, Dalhouse gone, Selwood gone. Um, no guarantee that he slots no. in off half back. That's where he's played a lot of his best footy, half back yep. up onto the wing. Um, when he's up and going, he's an elite ball user. He's a big size. He can mark the ball. Um, he can take ground. Uh, he's averaged 17 disposal in 83 games. He was a former pick 10, uh, debuted in 2017. So Where does he, who, whose spot does he well, take from the grand final? Colin Dasney sort of plays on a few tallers, can play smallers. Uh, Zach Guthrie did a super job, and that's the position. Zach Guthrie was fantastic, um, got better and better as the year went on. Mm. And Buse plays on the small forwards. Um, he doesn't fit in there with Henry, uh, Stewart, and DeConnick, he don't get a spot Colin back Dazny, there. Yep. Who, who's he going to take? Collardazny's possibly Collardazny. Possibly uh, could end up on the wing. So we had Smith and Duncan. Pretty but, hard to but, get but in but there they too. Love Holmes, and so they should. He's the year as the number oh, one I've ranked winger. Hum- so yeah. do you think he's going to go into the middle? But then they're bringing in Tanner Bruin. So does Tanner yeah. Bruin have oh, to bide his time? Well, I'm, that's what I'm saying. They if better, they can get him in, they better have some retirees next year so both can play <laughs> and earn his pay. Uh, it's going to be fascinating to see, Ooh. and and if you so apparently this has got, you know, uh, Joe, Joe Montagna said today this is flattening for the rest of the competition that Geelong have been able to do this, but let's not forget that Geelong have traded out first round picks to bring in Jeremy Cameron, yep, they, three of them, yeah. So it's not like they've just been there stockpiling, stockpiling, stockpiling. Ooh. You can't hate. On what they've done. I mean, people, you know, the, the this idea that the rest of the competition is going to be really upset and not happy. And what what right do they have to not be no, happy? It's just smart work by Stephen Wells and Andrew Mackey. Absolutely. And you know, to fit him in the cap, you know, one point seven. You think, how does that happen? But they know they've got some. They've got a heap of players going out. This is preparation for seven or eight players to retire within two to three three years of each other, certainly three years, but probably two. So this is replacing those players who are going to retire for sure and certain. You know, Mitch Duncan maybe, Hawkins, Smith, Tui, I would say, is a definite next year. So oh, Tui's the other one who plays in there as well in defence and, and on the wing. So, <clears throat> um, yeah, so this is just smart preparation for uh, two to three years' time. Yeah, absolutely, and they and the reason that you know the reason they they want that pick seven, don't you? So they're pretty keen. I'm hearing to take Jai Clark at pick seven. Now, no certainty to get to pick seven. If they get wind of it that he's going before pick seven, watch for a trade. 
with Geelong before the draft starts. Named uh, on the ball in the under-18 boys All-Australian team this year and named vice-captain uh, was Jai Clark. Uh, that was the Beaumont Tiles news update. Tilers, mm. need stock fast. Beaumont Tiles are ready to help with over 115 outlets stocked up. Just before we get to the break, Mark in the Limestone Coast has been waiting patiently to speak about the Jack Bowes salary dump and the ramifications. Mark, thanks for waiting and thanks for joining us on AFL Trade Radio. Yeah, cheers, gentlemen. You're a lot more interesting than the ABC drum, I can tell you that. <laughs> um, uh, I'll tell you that. Yeah, as a St Kilda supporter, looking at the Bose salary dump has got me quite interested. Um, in fact, I'm almost ready to call James Gallagher and get him to get into a plane and fly over Cardinia and just have a look at what's available next year. Um, I know you're saying that there's a lot of retirees, mm. but... Is uh, he's going to be getting paid what eight hundred and fifty grand a year up until two thousand twenty four? Oh, depends if they it depends if they spread that out though, Mark. Yeah, they might give him a four year deal and say you're still on that money, and we're going to spread it out. Yeah, so that so they'll end up say giving him a five year deal and paying five hundred a year. Okay, yeah, it's still a, a fair slice for a bloke that's not hardly going to be playing. Well, not next at, year. at the end of the yeah, at the end of next year, end of two thousand and twenty three. These guys are out of contract. Close, Radicalia, Myers, Stengel, Atkins, Menegola, De Koning, Stanley, Biclabs. Mm. That's all going to catch up with them at the end of next year, at the end of 2023. All right? Mm. Um, all of these guys are good players. And yeah, Big Clavs and Stanley are getting a little bit long in the tooth, but they've probably still got three or four years in them. Mm. But all of these guys are going to be wanting their, you know, going to be putting their hand out all at once. So with this, you know, even if it's 500 grand, yeah. I'd still be, if I was an opposition club, a Carlton looking at perhaps De Koning or even St Kilda looking at De Koning, I'd be, I'd be sniffing around Cardinia Park at the moment. You're, um, and secondly, and lastly, um, I would be really, as St Kilda, I'd be really sniffing around Sam DeConing. Hey, uh, Mark, it's a great point you raise. And do you know what? Matty Rendell was speaking to me about this a little earlier. So, Matty, not just uh, Higgins, um, not just Higgins. Uh, so, and mm. is it still the case at Geelong, maybe not since Cameron came, that the captain mm. was always the highest paid player for a long Correct. time? So Selwood retires. Um, uh, so the, the, retires, these, Higgins retires the, and uh, so and, some some of the players retires. he's spoken about, I yeah. think, will get traded out. Plus, um, those retirees going out, the Koenig clubs will come for the Koenig. But what, who's with a retire, big offer. Who, who do you think might be? When I, they I think at the end of next year, yep. Hawkins, Duncan, Tui, Smith would all be on a good wicket. All be on a reasonable wicket. Reasonable. Not, Smith not took the top. A bit less to and go the, there and to, the, yeah. some of the players he spoke about are going to be 30-plus, Blissav's example. As soon as they get to that age group, they they cut them furiously, Geelong. If you want to stay mm. and have this lifestyle and be at this club, yes, but you're going to take a massive haircut. A lot of thought going into that, Mark, and we appreciate yep. you taking the time to share it with us. We'll come back on the other side of this. I'm going to ask Matt Rendell over the next couple of days to just take us through uh, or nominate a couple of his best ever trades done in the trade period. That's coming up next on the Macca's Run on Trade Radio. You're listening to the Macca's Run. Score a one in four chance to win the Monopoly game at Macca's. Uh, 
Uh, welcome back to the Maccas Run. Score one in four chance to win with the Monopoly game at Maccas. A couple off the text regarding the three-way trade for JHF. How is it a win for North? They use pick one to get him. They put a year of development into him. He gives a club and uh, he gives a club bad optics by leaving after less than a year, and North gets pick two, a lesser pick than the one they used on him and nothing else. Surely Port's second round would have to go to North. Uh, you might have just misheard us, but as part of that three-way deal that is being uh, reported by uh, not only David Zeta at uh, Fox Sports, but also by uh, Jay Clark in the Herald Sun, that North Melbourne would get a future first-round pick as well. So uh, just a little clarification on that one. Matty, you, you've been around, if you don't mind me saying, you've been around a little while. You've seen some things. I, I question, Mark, how much development Horn Francis got at North last year too. <laughs> I'll let you have that chat with you and Dave Noble pass uh, uh, in and out of the studio at five o'clock every day. Um, over the journey, whether as just an observer, a participant, um, I would like you to tell us over the next couple of days the top five trades you've ever seen. And then we're going to get you next week to do the top five trades you've ever orchestrated. So we'll start with the top okay. five trades you've ever seen in history. Uh, just off the top of your head, oh, give me a couple. No, well, when you asked me this, I said, how far do you want to go back? Because... The, not many players changed clubs in the 80s when I played, but the biggest one in the early 80s, by a million miles, that lasts a long time, was uh, was Peter Moore and Kelvin Templeton going mm. to Melbourne. Now, they were late in their careers, but um, that was a massive move to both of those players who were superstars at the time. Um, I can't even remember how they, how they got done, those trades. I can't even remember if you, if you, you just went and you didn't get anything back. Um Back then, I can't remember. So, um, and probably the next biggest one of of all was um, was Plugger in the nineties. So, Plugger, um, yeah, ninety four at the end of ninety four. So they thought that he was going to go mm. to a Victorian club. Mm. That never happened. Although I do well, remember the report with Anthony Hudson uh, standing yep. out at Punt Road saying Tony Lockett will join Richmond Footy Club, and for whatever reason, that didn't come to pass. Do you know what reason? Um, well, I don't want. Well, I don't. I think I do, but I want to double check. Oh, you want to du- Okay. I, I, yeah, I've got an inkling. You're not 100%. Well, my you can, understanding is you that can maybe... Say, you can say I'm not 100%, that, but it could be this. It may have been. It, it's been rumoured or reported uh, that it, it could have been that the league at the time weren't happy with that. Oh, really? But, but I'd have to double check that. Have to I wonder why that. they wouldn't be happy with it. I have to double check Because Richmond weren't much good at the time. Saints were actually okay. There'd been offers from Collingwood, Richmond, Carlton yeah. uh, at around that time. And then oh, he we joins, knew about Collingwood, didn't we? Yeah. Then he, went, then he joins Sydney. That shocked a lot of people. But the anonymity, Barassi, it's up in rugby league do you think, heartland. Um, do you think the AFL were keen for him to go to Sydney? Who I, I, were, who I, I were a think, bit of a basket case I, at I the time, Sammy. Been, I think they would have been really happy to see <laughs> him go to Sydney. He certainly drew the crowds back into the place. And then they got Rocket Eaters coaching. Mm. What was the trade deal for that? Do you know? Yeah, so it involved Hawthorne as well, and uh, in an exchange for the two-time trade. By the way, at that stage of his career, Tony Lockett to kick nine hundred goals in one hundred and eighty-three games. It's just below five goals a game. Unbelievable. Isn't it? Um, so they St Kilda received pick five and thirteen. They got Robert Neal from the Swans, and then mm. they got Glenn Nugent and Josh Kitchen. From the Hawks. Mm, God. Um, so that was two picks inside the first 13. They used that on Joel Smith and Chris Hemley. Hemley managed one game while Smith oh, quit the club me. at the end of 97, went to Hawthorne, played 163 he, games and won the uh, 2001 Best and Fairest. He did his knee, I reckon, Sammy. 
and went to Hawthorne. I reckon he didn't play much in mm. that last year, if I can remember correctly. Had a great career at Hawthorne. Uh, he did. Uh, Plugger went on to uh, get a best and fairest in his first year at the Swans. Uh, he got three more All-Australian nods. He kicked another 462 goals and passed Gordon Coventry to set the new goal-kicking record. And, of course, that point in the 96 prelim to get them into a, a grand final against North, which they lost. So the last two players to kick a 1,000 goals were both playing at Sydney? No, because um, Plugger beat Ablett and Dunstall to that. No. Um, yeah, but they were before him. So the last two players, so Buddy yeah. and Plugger, was Plugger the last one before Buddy? Or was it? I don't think so. I thought I thought Plugger got to a thousand before Dunstall and before Ablett. Oh, he's, okay. I think so. Yeah, okay. Someone will tell. I'd, I'd have to go yeah, back. Yeah, someone know. I, I would have. Yeah, I would have thought Plugger. Uh, when did Dunstall finish? He finished. He finished before Plugger finished. Well before him, didn't he? No, after. Did he? Okay. Oh, let me. I've got to go. Yeah, okay. I'm gonna Interesting. To fr- I'm going to have to frantically Google this. So it didn't this. turn out that well for for uh, Saints with that deal. In fact, it was really poor. But no, it didn't work. Based out around based around their draft picks. And but the, how do you? What, what would have? I mean, what could? How you could never replace Tony Lockett. No, but you make sure you get your draft picks right to start with. Yeah, and uh, and they only got yeah they got a ton. Of, they got a heap of players. Robbie Neal was a pretty good player for him for yeah. a while, but he was a like a role player tagger run with type player. So. Um, he was handy, but no, they didn't come out of that well. Um, and that's probably why they ended up going back down the bottom and then got all those draft picks, Rewalt, Kaczynski, Goddard and the like, and climbed back up again. Plugger finished in 99, then came back in 92. I remember that. No, 2002. Sorry, 2002. Yeah. You know what I mean. Yeah. Uh, and then I reckon... Uh, when did he kick his 1,000 goal? What year was it? Uh, actually, Jason Dunstall. Uh, finished up in, oh, he finished up in 1998. So I reckon. So Plugger kept playing after. Oh, Plugger would have kicked his thousands before Dunstall then. So Dunstall was after him. Yep. Someone's going to tell me in a sec. Anyway. Madly Googling. So the other one, the other one, of course, is a captain obvious, is um, the Chris Judd deal. So Carlton make a mad play for, for Juddy. Uh, a big play, big money, captain of the club. Um, and what have they got to give West Coast? So he's out of contract. They give pick three, Josh Kennedy, um, yeah, so- who, who they took as, I think Carlton took as a pick four maybe. Uh, yeah. A- and played one year at Carlton. Yeah, so Kennedy was a pick four. Yeah. Played one year at Carlton uh, or two? Yeah, let me have a look at that. And pick 20, I reckon they took. So effectively they got three, four, and 20. So two high first yeah. rounders and, a, and an early second round. And pick three was Chris Maston, who was a premiership player for them, 215 yep. games. Pick 20 was Tony Knott, who only played uh, two games. He's a key in, forward bit yeah, on the slowish in side. In three seasons. Mm. Uh, Kennedy played, yeah, 2006, 2007. Uh, at Carlton, at so Carlton. two years. Yeah, and he was mm. pick four in the 05 draft. Yep. It was Kennedy. And then Carlton got uh, Judd and Dennis Arnfield. Okay, well, Dennis yeah. Arnfield was a good player for him. Dennis Arnfield, what, from, from West Coast? Uh, Dennis Arnfield, uh, pick 46. Which oh, so, that, so 46 they got yep. back. Okay, so they used that wisely. Um, 
so that was a that was a massive deal, wasn't it, for Carlton because they'd been a basket case for uh, seven or eight years at least, and uh, he was going to be the the great hope. Yeah. And uh, he was for a certain period of time. They got the finals. They won finals, I think, too, with him there. And he won another Brownlow. He did. Yeah. Hey, uh, very nicely done from you. There's two of your top five trades of all time. We'll be back with a wash-up for Pope. And I'll give you the chronological order of the 1,000 goal kickers after the break on the Macca's Run on AFL Trade Radio. You're listening to the Macca's Run. Score a one-in-four chance to win the Monopoly game at Macca's. Now, Matty... I just had my order around a little wrong Ooh. when we were talking about the 1,000 goal kickers. So you were right. Dunstall did get there before Lockett. Round 23, 1994. Ooh. It was up uh, against Brizzy in Queensland. Ooh. Shane Crawford, the player that kicked it to him. Uh, and then the next year in round 21, 1995, that was when Tony Lockett got there. Yep. Uh, and then in round 13, 1996, uh, Gary Ablett Sr. Uh, got there. I think he kicked that against Frio. So Absolute was, freakish to have three years in a row, yes. three players kick a thousand goals. It will never happen again in footy. We'd no. need a key forward to play 20 years and uh, kick 60 to 70 every year. Uh, absolutely. Uh, the AFL announced today that they have uh, finally settled on the independent panel that, that will investigate um, the experiences and the claims and allegations made uh, against senior members of the Hawthorne Football Club. Uh, Bernard Quinn, KC, uh, a leading Victorian silk, uh, Ms. Jacqueline Turfray, uh, Mr. Tim Goodwin, um, Miss Julie Buxton. Uh, two of those people um, uh, are of Indigenous uh, heritage. Uh, Gil McLaughlin spoke about the panel today in a press conference. I think the way that it played out, I think, Tom, that um, the organisation that he led and, and their position on some issues were seemingly at odds with the position of, of the Essendon Football Club. I don't think it's the same in every situation. I think in this situation it seemed to be a conflict and Andrew had to make a choice. That's my read in it. I understand that and I understand the decision Andrew made and I think, I think, I think we, we all understand it really. That was Gil McLaughlin on uh, the Essendon CEO situation uh, with Andrew Thorburn who resigned uh, after less than 24 hours in the job. Uh, won't have enough time to play the uh, his uh, views today on the panel that are investigating um, the uh, allegations directed at the Hawthorne Football Club by uh, previous Indigenous players. Uh, so if you are looking for that, it'll be up on the uh, AFL's website. Matty, it's been just superb to spend another evening with you. We'll do it all again tomorrow. Thanks very much, Sammy. My pleasure. Uh, the Maccas run score a one in four chance to win with the Monopoly game at Maccas. Uh, Trade Radio begins tomorrow morning from 7am. Kane Corns, Matthew Lloyd, do not miss that. Day nine, deals being done every day. It has been a very, very busy trade period and it's only mm. going to get busier. Mm. Speak to you tomorrow. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.